This episode of Desert Island Dishes is brought to you in partnership with the independent, family-run butcher, H.G. Walter. Now, I'm particularly excited about this because for over 10 years, I have been a customer of H.G. Walter for both my cooking jobs and also for at home too. They are one of the most respected butchers in the UK, supplying some of the best chefs and restaurants in the country. So it's quite cool to know that you are getting restaurant quality meat at home. And I know I've said this a million times before, but if you start with good ingredients, your life as a cook is so much easier. You barely have to do anything for it to taste delicious. And we know that good quality meat is more important than ever. If you're anything like me, you are thinking more and more about the provenance of the food you eat. And so having a butcher you can trust like H.G. Walter is just a very comforting thing. Also, never underestimate the knowledge of a butcher. If you don't know how to cook something, ask when you're in there. They know so much. They can advise about cooking times, the weight you need, and they'll always have delicious ideas for how they like to serve something. I found this kind of information absolutely invaluable when I was starting out as a chef. So I am thrilled to be telling you all about HG Walter today. They're based in London, but they deliver nationwide and you can find out more at www.hgwalter.com. Thank you very much. Hi, I'm Margie Namora and welcome to another episode of our side dish, The Dream Dinner Party. This is the mini episode where we invite a guest to tell us all about their dream dinner party. This is a game I know a lot of people have played, perhaps on long car journeys, maybe even first dates. Uh, So it's very fun to sit down with a different guest every week and hear who they would invite and importantly, what they would serve. This week we have Zena Kamgang. I love bringing you Desert Island dishes, but I also selfishly do really love the Dream Dinner Party. It's just a little bit of fun, and I love how every one of the guests has really <laughs> embraced the theme and taken it seriously in a very unserious way. And Zena was no exception. Love the sound of her Dream Dinner Party. There is a part in this where she gets me to play one of the games that she likes to play at her dinner parties, but we cut out the actual game part as I would have given away the answers and potentially ruined your fun. (laughs) So it's a slightly awkward edit, but that's just to explain why. Uh, I hope you enjoy listening to the Dream Dinner Party as much as I enjoy bringing it to you. And as always, I always want to hear from you, the listener, about who you would be inviting and what you would be serving. Thank you to our sponsor for this month, the brilliant family-run butcher, H.G. Walter. You can find out more about them at www.hgwalter.com. I love a dinner party. Mm. I think for someone like me who loves food, has the social skills of an extrovert, but is actually an introvert and doesn't leave their house. Oh, perfect. It's the perfect setting because you can just all come to my house and then when we're done, like you go away and I can just like chill and we've had great food and it's great. So I love a dinner party. I throw a lot of dinner parties. Um, I don't really get invited to many dinner parties though, which is... Do you think people are intimidated? No. Well, I think because a lot lot of my my friends are cooks and chefs. So like... (laughs) Where are my invites? Okay, sorry that we've we've unearthed something here, Zena. Let's not dig too deep. Um, They must just know that you love throwing dinner parties. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that's what it is. It's fine. They love me. So Zena, welcome to your dream dinner party. Let's begin by talking about the guest list. Who are you going to invite? So I need to preface my answer in saying that I leaned very American Mm. 
So for whatever reason, I wanted an American guest list. Okay. And the first guest that came to mind uh, and is my favorite guest is Snoop Dogg. <gasps> I think he would be so much fun at a dinner party. <laughs> I mean, he can be in charge of music. He's so funny. He loves food. He understands food. And I think he's just such a vibe. So yeah. he's also so chill. So he's not going to stress me out. Yeah. So he's guest. Like, does he have a cookbook? He does. Yeah. Multiple. And he's the face of Uber Eats. He is. Um, <laughs> and he also has like, he's done cooking shows with Moth Stewart. Like he's he's a culinary yeah. icon. That's a very good guest. Yeah. Okay. So he's yeah. number one. Yeah. Guest number two. So one thing that people don't know about me is that I have terrible taste in television. Oh. I love reality TV shows, specifically the Real Housewives franchise. <laughs> and my favorite Real Housewife, um, I was about to say actor, no, they're just living their lives. My, my favorite Real Housewife, period, is Kenya Moore. Mm. She is from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. She is hilarious. She also is so brutal oh. in the way that like, if you come for her, like she always says, don't come for me unless I send for you. And she means it. She's a sassy woman. So incredibly brilliant. Great businesswoman. Great mother. She's just such a vibe. So she would be my my second dinner party guest. That is a good saying. I like that. Right? Yeah. Like don't dish it out if you can't take it. Yeah. But hers is snappier. <laughs> but her, it's, it's basically don't dish out if you can't take it 10 times harder. Because yeah. she, won't, she won't meet your energy. She will like annihilate you. Do you worry about getting on the wrong side of her? No, because I think <laughs> she'd like me. Also, I, I, I know my place. I'm not going to You're not going to come her. for her. No, no, no. no. I'll just give her really good food <laughs> and hopefully we'll be best friends. That's, that's the goal of the night. It would be weird to invite her to a dinner party with the sole aim of Antagonizing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think she'd get on well with Snoop Dogg. I think so too. Mm. I think so far we've got a little, yeah, we've got a good vibe going. Yeah. Do you think Snoop Dogg would know who she was? I don't think Snoop Dogg would know who anyone. Because <laughs> you know that awkward moment on I'm a Celebrity and you can tell like they don't them know. know who each yeah. other are. Yeah. And, it's also, and then someone assumes that they someone will know who they are and they don't introduce, they don't give any context. Yeah. Which... It's like that moment. So I've never watched actually actually watched Celebrity Big Brother, but I saw it on YouTube. There was a season where there was an American like reality TV show called Tiffany Pollard. Mm. And there was a woman on there who was the wife of David Bowie. Oh, okay. And so she <laughs> mentioned that David died, but there was also a contestant on at the time called David. And she said to this girl, Tiffany, David died. So Tiffany freaks out thinking one of their cast members died and she's oh. hyperventing, like, oh my God, David's dead, David's dead. Oh my God, what, she thought he died he, on, the, on show. the show. And so she's freaking out and then gets to the room and like, David's dead. And they're like, no, he's alive. Oh, and then she's like, I met my husband. And she was like, I didn't know who your husband was. And then, yeah, I feel like they should wear like lanyards. Like a badge, like, like this yeah. is why I'm famous. Yeah, so, and this yeah. is like who I know who's famous. I feel like those badges would be useful in everyday in life every for day. all of us because Facts. I can never remember who anyone is. Same. And no one knows, knows who I am either. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, sounding great so far. So, guest number three mm. is going to be Nella Rose. Mm. She is a British female presenter, uh, also YouTuber, and like single-handedly one of the funniest people I think on the internet. She is such a vibe. She, she like came up on YouTube, but now like has her own sort of like channel four gigs and like a whole bunch of stuff. She's super talented and really clever and really funny. And I think she would just be such a vibe. She always says that she's like a walking, talking meme, but she's so much more (laughs) than that. She's really funny. Have you met her in real life? Never. No. No. 
So um, th- this is quite a good excuse to meet her. Exactly. <laughs> Again, this is such a mismatch. So like games are going to be really important at my dinner party. We'll okay. get to that later. Yeah. Because like it's a bit awkward at this stage. Because again, there's Snoop and then there's us. And it's... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and our last, our last guest equally is sort of random is Shaquille O'Neal. Mm. I don't know much about sports. So I don't know him as the athlete. I know him as the really funny big guy. And hes I always see him in the context of Kevin Hart. And mm. every interview I've seen with him, he's just so funny. And I think for me, the best in a party is the ones where you're like belly aching, laughing. I'm obviously crying because I cry when I laugh. <laughs> it's a whole thing. And like, that's kind of the vision I have for this dinner party. Like great food, great laughs great people yes so that is my lineup when you're planning a dinner party what time do you ask your guests to arrive and importantly what time do you actually want them to arrive so i'd say the dinner party's at seven mm. i probably wouldn't expect people until seven thirty. okay but why is that a thing you just have to be okay with it when i was living in south africa and i was a bit younger i was like sort of 21 22 and i had lots of loads of guy friends who couldn't cook for themselves so every friday they came to my house for dinner And they were so disrespectfully rude all the time. Like they'd be at least half an hour late, which I didn't have the patience I had now. So I was annoyed. But I remember one time one of my friends was an hour and 45 minutes late. Then he showed up and I sent him back. I was like, you can't come into my house. He's like, I came all the way here. And I was like, well, that's not my problem. You were almost two hours late for dinner. Yeah. Goodbye. And that was like a huge thing. never late again. Oh, he like didn't talk to me after. He was so upset. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he was never late again. (laughs) He never was. Um, His ego didn't handle that well. But no. I'd invite them for seven. Okay. I expect them for 7.30. If Snoop Dogg was an hour and 45 minutes late, would you mind? He can be an hour and okay, 45 okay, minutes okay, late. Okay, He's yeah. come all the way from LA. Like, yeah, that's true. You know, Maybe the fine. jet was delayed. Exactly. Okay. Like, yep. it's fine. You can, yep. like, don't do it again. No, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. And so set the scene for us. Where is the dream dinner party taking place? So as I said earlier, I'm leaning into like cozy winter like mm. if you asked me in summer we'd be on the Amalfi coast but now that I'm like ready to like get um, cozy I'm thinking like somewhere in the mountain I got I love them I love snow I'm African but I love the snow uh so think of like a really warm chalet loads mm. of like furry warm things yeah. it's like you've got a fireplace going it's warm it's toasty that is our setting mm. again yes. I, I've just invited a whole bunch of black people into the snow and I don't <laughs> think they're gonna like that that much but I'm gonna make it so much fun <laughs> that they are going to, like, revel in the cold. (laughs) This is sounding amazing. Okay, and so when they first arrive, how are they greeted? Do you serve them drinks? Do you serve them canapes? How does it begin? So, some people might think this is controversial. I don't believe in serving nibbles at a dinner party. Okay. Only because I feel like when I throw a dinner party, it's minimum three courses, and I'm also making so much food. Yes. Like, I think it's the the Nigerian in me, like, don't spoil your dinner. Like, you can just wait a little bit. You'll get a drink, but you will not get any food until food is served. Okay. But I also don't drink, so really you're getting elderflower. And if you'd like anything else, you're welcome to bring it. (laughs) Okay, so that's that's the rule in your house. Yeah. It's what you're drinking is what you're serving. It's not more, well, yes, um, but more that like I just you don't I don't, I don't want to, I don't buy alcohol. It's yeah. also expensive to buy something that you don't consume. So yeah, and you don't know. I don't know what's if you good. Don't, well, yeah, like, if you don't drink, how do you yeah. know what you're going to serve? Exactly. Okay, so and is that your go-to an elderflower? I love it. any mm. any sort of elderflowery thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're going to tuck into a maybe sparkling elderflower. Yes, little little mint sprig. Perhaps. Little mint sprig. Anything they want, really. I always say BYOB. If you want any. Whatever you want to, even enjoy. you're going to say that to Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. BYOB. I mean, it's the least he can, like, he can, he can afford it. He'll be fine. <laughs> I like this energy. Okay. So they've enjoyed their elderflower and it's now time to sit down. How mm-hmm. does your dream dinner party begin? So I think there needs to be like an icebreaker because I just brought a whole bunch of people who don't know each other. Yeah. And who probably don't really want to hang out with me. So I need to charm them with my games before we even get oh, into the okay. food. Yeah. I'm a big game person. Yeah. I don't know if it's because of like school or my parents and my family, but like games are really big. And I think they're a great way of just sort of like breaking the ice. So there'd be a little sort of game in the living room before we even get to the table, like having their drinks, playing a little game, yada, yada, yada. Once the icebreak has happened, then we get to the table. And once I'm confident that they can like, sort of converse amongst themselves. Yeah. Then I'll bring out the food. Okay. So what kind of game are we talking? So I think pre-dinner, it's too early to get out board games. It's too early to bring out cards. Like it's too intense. You want to start like risk or something. Right. Saying verbal game sounds weird, but like a like a talking game. Mm. So I have the I like charades. Not even that. More like a quiz. I'm a massive nerd. And so this is like my go-to sort of question for everyone. It's like a little geography tidbit. I get very stressed by geography questions because I studied geography at university. Oh my God. Okay. So everyone okay. expects that I know. And so you can't I know, skip I don't know this. Anything. We're going to, we're oh, going to, no. we're going to do this. I'm going to, this is the game and we are playing I can't now. I believe I just walked straight Are, you, are you ready? No, I'm not ready. Zena, I, I don't The correct answer is I was born ready. Are okay. you ready? I, I was born ready. There we go. So Margie. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I'm sweating. There are five countries in the world mm-hmm. whose name ends with the letter L. What are they? See, imagine doing this with like people you don't know. Oh, yeah, You're like fun. vibing. This You're having very fun. fun. Very See? fun. So game so, has been gamed. Yeah. Food is now coming out. Okay. So now the ice has been broken. Mm-hmm. Everyone's feeling very comfortable. Mm-hmm. What are you going to serve as a starter? I am serving my famous, not famous, famous <laughs> to only me. <laughs> Pork and prawn wontons with homemade chili crisps. They will be famous after Snoop Dogg tweets about them. There we go. That's, yeah. (laughs) Mm. Oh my gosh. What if they're vegan? I didn't even think to cater for their dietaries. Snoop doesn't strike me as a vegan. No, I don't think so. We can cross that bridge on the actual day. Yeah. Okay, well, that sounds delicious. Is that the kind of thing you can make ahead? So I make the uh, chili crisp ahead. I'll have folded the dumplings and I'll be sort of sitting in my fridge but I will steam or boil them to order. Okay. And are you quite a relaxed host in terms of you get everything prepared like a few days before and then on the day you're just ready to go or are you quite last minute panicky? No, I'm quite relaxed. I I won't start prepping days before, but the day before everything, all the big things will be done. And then on the day, anything that needs to be freshly made will be made. Um, I'll sort of lay the table, make sure everything's nice and clean. And then... Smooth sailing. How are you going to follow that? What's the main course? So I used to have this thing where like I wanted like a continuous theme running throughout my dinner party, like specifically cuisine wise. So if Mm. I started with dumplings, I would want something sort of following in that route. Okay. I don't do that anymore. I just cook what I want to make. (laughs) Yeah. And for this specific dinner party, I think that I would make, I like, I like a sort of picky situation. Mm. So there would be sort of the centerpiece would be a roast salmon with like a, herby garlicky dressing of sorts and then there would be some kind of saffron rice like crispy on the bottom kind of like a tadig mm. but um maybe not as good because mine is okay but um with some like crispy nuts on the side there'd be loads of dips I love an aubergine so there'd be loads of different aubergine dips to, like dip things into there would be at least two veggie centerpieces in this case is we're going to do like a roast cauliflower with loads of spices and like some pom- a pomegranate salad on top is your stomach crap? <laughs> 
then something, even though it's like cold, I still want there to be like a fresh element. So like some kind of really zingy French style, like green salad, like super simple, but like a really sharp vinaigrette. Mm. And yeah, that's what we're tacking into. And it's the kind of vibe where everyone's helping themselves and passing things around. Exactly. Like, I feel like I only ever do family style. I've never done a dinner party where, like, everything is sort of pre-portioned. And I don't foresee that for myself mm. in the future. I think very much, it's all about sharing and caring. And which brings me to my table. Mm. One of my biggest pet peeves is when you, when you're at a dinner party or any dinner is when you have, like, so many, like, obstructions in the middle. Like, a really tall, like, bouquet of flowers or, like, tall candles. Like, you're blocking my access to the goods. Like everything oh, so it's needs. Not, to... I thought you were going to say you can't see the person on the that other side. Too. It's not that. That it's too. The food. Like <laughs> anything that is there that has to be low, but also like don't like don't get in my way. Yeah, don't obstruct my route to the food. Exactly. <laughs> and who are you sitting next to? Oh god, I didn't think about that. Okay, so if we've got a rectangular table, I'm at the head of the table, not because I think I'm most important, but just because I need to like nip out yeah. in and out. Yeah. Snoop Dogg's to my left. Yeah. Kenya Moore to my right. <laughs> a sentence you never thought you'd right. say. <laughs> Nella Rose is next to Snoop. Mm-hmm. And Shaq is right there. Okay. And I'm pointing to my bottom left because you can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bottom right. This is the thing. I sometimes with I have to do this for oh, the left yeah. and right. I don't well, know why it is. Going back to the driving thing, that probably means you're not very good drivers. Then. Excellent driver. <laughs> One of the best in, in the UK. The main course has been thoroughly enjoyed. Are you going to serve a pudding? I am. (laughs) It's going to be one of my two famous puddings. (laughs) And in this case, I'm making a miso brown butter baklava because it's very, very good. Oh, wow. Talk to me about that because I think a lot of people are scared to make their own. Also, is it baklava or baklava? I always get it wrong. Baklava. I'm not sure. I think baklava sounds good. I might be the wrong person to ask. I think it's a great dessert because you can get out of the way like a day or two in advance. And I think once you've made it once, it's not that scary. Yeah. But if you haven't made it and you buy it from the shops, it looks very intimidating. It looks really intimidating. But actually, yeah. like, which makes it a great wise, thing to serve because people are very impressed. They're really impressed. But it's actually really easy to make. The only thing that can be difficult is cooking the syrup. If you don't have a food thermometer, like knowing when you've gotten to the right sort of viscosity mm. where it's going to set really well is hard. But other than that, all you're really doing is like brushing phyllo with butter. Yeah, Simple. I think people are quite scared of phyllo. I mean, it's a kind of a pain to work with. Mm. Um, also, I find, and I, I need to figure out what to do. I, when I make a baklava, there's always so much phyllo waste because mm. you have to sort of make it fit your tin. And I never know what to do with the leftover. I guess you could scrumple them up and put them on top of a chicken pie or something. See, this is why I need to lean into yeah. more British foods. There we go. <laughs> Next time I do baklava and I make a pie, I'm going to tag you. Like, this, is, this is okay. you. Yep, you're welcome. Okay, and so we've had pre-dinner games. What's happening after? So this is where the real games And begin. also, at this point, no one is drinking. Oh, no, they're drinking. They're, oh, they just, they're drinking what they... they <laughs> They brought. Okay. <laughs> so in my mind, like, I don't know, like... So you don't mind being around people who are drinking? Oh, no, no. Do your thing. Live your life. Okay. You're a grown man, woman. Do your thing. Yeah. I just won't buy it for you. Okay. But like, in my mind there, I don't know why I feel but, like Shaq's a whiskey guy, but he's got some whiskey. Mm. I feel like Snoop's like really classy. He's got some champagne. Kenya's definitely drinking champagne. She's mm. a very classy woman. Yeah. So they're, That's they're what all... I aspire to when someone describes me, like Margie... She'll only drink champagne. I don't know that, but I just, I know her and that's that's the vibe vibe she's giving off. Yeah. Okay. So retiring after supper to the cozy, snug, boring room. Yeah. What games are you going to play there? Is it always games or is it dancing? It's always games. It's always, it's 
I think dancing is awkward when there's less than like 25 people. What are you, like a room, four adults, five adults, just. No. What kind of dancing would you do? It's not, it's not. I think you'd have to go like Macarena and just like. Even then, like it's just too much. <laughs> I've realized dancing is super weird if you're not like in a sardine form. Like if you're mm. just individually dancing, you've got so much space around you and everyone can see you. You're not really dancing together. You're dancing as individuals in a room and it's mm. just a little bit awkward. So there will be no dancing in my okay. party. Yeah. So as much as I love games, and I think that anyone who does love games or hate games will relate. There's nothing more frustrating than teaching a new game to people Mm. when you're in a group and you just kind of want to get to the point where you're having fun. Yeah. So it would have to be games that people know. So something like a charades Mm. is a good one to start with. If I had at least eight people, I'd play Mafia. I love Mafia. What's that? I don't know. Well, I think some people call it Luguru. Some people, it has different names. But basically the idea, it's kind of like a wink murder type thing, except for it's a narrated game where I'm going to go way too much into detail here, but it's a great game. You basically have the mafia, who in this case are the killers, and then you've got the villagers. The villagers are trying to stay alive, the mafia are trying to kill the villagers. And every round you sort of make a setting and the mafia will kill someone like like secretly. And the only the narrator knows what happens. And at the end of every round, there's like a basically like, it goes out to the people and you have to put someone up I think it's for execution, really. Okay. And say, and you think they're the mafia, and then at the end of the round, you discover whether you've fun. killed a villager or a mafia. It's very fun. Yeah, that sounds really yeah. fun. Okay. Yeah. I, I dread the kind of games where it's like names in a hat, and then you have to describe the famous person, because if you don't know the famous yeah. person, it's very embarrassing. It's fine if it's like a reality TV star, but it's very embarrassing if it's like a politician that you should know. I, I get very nervous about people finding out that I'm a... <laughs> Like, so one of my favorite games of all time is Articulate. Mm. And the person category, I'm supposed to know who they are. I know. I don't know who they are. Or like, you know the name. But you don't know what they did. No, so you can't describe nope. them because it's you don't know what their role actually was. Like, like I know that, you were find, important. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I find that very stressful. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And so at your dream dinner party, what time do you ideally want people to go? I think that I want everyone out, like, by midnight. <laughs> okay. Like, if you're still at my house at midnight... That's Something's cool. cool. No, it's my bedtime. But yeah. I think that's enough time. Like, I invited you for seven. If you got there at nine because you were late, that's, that's on you. On, that's on you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But what? How would you tell a lingering guest that the time had come? I credit the fact that I'm a, a pretty confident person, also half Nigerian. Like, if I need you to go, you could. I will just tell you, please. <laughs> thank you so much for coming. But, okay. And I, I'll I'll get your coat. Like, I'll do the whole thing and. <laughs> Yeah. God, that'd be so awkward if they still didn't get it. They just like put their coat on. Oh, if they hadn't, then I would just straight up it's say, literally it's time, time for you to it's go. It's time to go. Okay. Oh, I always say, I'm like, oh, it's my bedtime. Thanks so much for coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And of all the people that you've got at your dream dinner party, if you can pick one person that you can stay friends with forever. By, by force? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you've all got on really well. And you just, you get to choose the one that you, oh, that's who so are you hard. most likely to stay friends with? It's a tie between Kenya Moore and Nella Rose. Because mm. Shaq's hilarious, but like, I don't need to see Shaq again. That's okay. okay. Snoop Dogg, I would love to see again, but I also, like, he's busy and he that's is okay. Busy, yeah. And then the other two are just like phenomenal, great black women. And like, either of them would be just like such a blessing to have in my life. So, okay. well, you can, you, let's start a WhatsApp group with the three of you and <laughs> just, yeah, and just we'll see who there. sticks. <laughs> Zena, that was your dream dinner party. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. 
So there we have it. Zana's dream dinner party is over. The food has been eaten. The guests have gone home. I do hope you enjoyed today's episode and make sure you're subscribed to catch all episodes of the dream dinner party and also Desert Island Dishes. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.